Hey, it is time to get into chapter seven, which is psychiatric and related drugs. Quite a long chapter. Don't forget that most of our assignments that are related to this particular chapter are due later on in the month. But I wanted to go ahead and start the uh, lecture series um, to kind of get you going in this direction. All right. So the first piece of chapter seven is to understand what it is that we're treating. Um, and if you have been able to um, pay attention to what's been going on in clinic, you're probably noticing how many antidepressants um, or mood disorder medications you have been dispensing. Um, it, it should um, should not surprise you at how much you are doing, but it may have surprised you, if, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if that statement makes a lot of sense. But anyway, tons and tons of people are on these types of medications. So it's really important that we have a solid understanding of what it is that we are dispensing to these patients, okay? So as I stated, let's let's first focus on what it is that we're treating, okay? So first of all, clinical depression is the most severe psychiatric disorder. Um, look at bullet point number two. It says women are more likely than men to have depression. The question is why? Um, and I think that this this would make for a, a good discussion question, possibly. Um, and, and it might be something that I throw in here uh, in, in just a little bit as far as that's concerned. Um, because I, I would like to hear our, our reasons behind that. Whereas depression occurs later in life in men. Um, I have my theories on it, um, but I think I would like to hear what the class has to think about these particular bullet points. So uh, bullet point number four has a lot of uh, common symptoms as far as depression is concerned. I'm sure that you're familiar with these. Um, if you'll take a look on your study guide, common symptoms of depression is the number one um, are the first bullet point here as far as uh, what you need to be aware of. So this could be a, you know, a question of which of the following are symptoms of depression, except something like along those lines. So just kind of familiarize yourself with what some of these symptoms are. Okay. Let's get into the main mood disorders that we're, we're looking at. There's, um, there's really, I think there's five, if I'm correct on that. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's right. All right. So we have mania. We have bipolar. We have unipolar. We have PTSD. And we have seasonal affective disorder or SAD. I'm going to start with PTSD. You should be familiar with that. Um, usually following either a, an, a, a something traumatic happening in someone's life and then um and then different events trigger it over time that cause this depression. Again, post-traumatic stress disorder uh, is, is the term. So it kind of is self-explanatory in, in that regard. So the next piece is bipolar. Let's talk about bipolar for a minute. Of course, the uh, prefix bi means two. So bipolar is a mixture of mania and major depression. And mania is this extreme excitement. It's this extreme high. It, it may not sound like depression, but it actually is a form of depression. It's, it's this, this, this mood level that someone is always in. It, it's a mood disorder. I guess that would be the way to put it. 
whereas major depression, you should be familiar with that and, and what comes with that. Um, and that's really going to be your unipolar depression where someone is just always, always down in the gutter, if that kind of makes sense from a feelings, from an emotional standpoint. Okay. So bipolar is a mixture of the two. Um, it's, and they are, they're major swings and these mood swings can happen on a dime. So you have mania, you have bipolar, you have unipolar, you have post-traumatic stress disorder, and then you have seasonal affective disorder, which is a, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's seasonal. Now, um, fall and winter are, are the months that we normally associate with seasonal affective disorder. Um, you think about being, you know, it's cold, it's cloudy, it's not a lot of time spent outside. And so those are the kind of reasons why someone may fall into this seasonal affective disorder. Um, so it, it just kind of depends on the person. So you need to familiarize yourself with those five mood disorders. Okay. And I'm going to highlight that. So the two main neurotransmitters, if you go back to chapter two, we talked about um, we talked about different things uh, as far as messengers and receptors and what makes your body tick and why these particular chemicals do what they do and they send different messages to the brain. Well, you've got two main neurotransmitters that affect mood or depression. And those are serotonin and norepinephrine. And you're going to hear me refer to these a couple of different times. So you just need to be familiar with what are the two main neurotransmitters, what's important for the drugs, or what are the drugs either trying to mimic or block as far as chemicals are concerned. And it's going to be the serotonin norepinephrine. So there are four major classes of antidepressants that we deal with. I'm really only going to focus on the first three. So the first one is called SSRIs or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. These particular drugs are only focused on serotonin. Um, serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors or SNRI, and these affect both serotonin and norepinephrine. So right there, the first two bullet points, you do not want to take both at the same time. Um, that could be dangerous. And we'll talk about serotonin syndrome in just a minute. And then finally, tricyclic antidepressants or TCAs. Um, the, that is another class of antidepressants. Okay. SSRIs, the uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, those are probably the ones that are the most common uh, that you are dispensing. Um, SNRIs are not only used for as an antidepressant, but they're also used for like uh, neuropathy, nerve pain. Um, they're very effective in that regard as well. Tricyclic antidepressants, sometimes those are used to help with sleep disorders as well. So you just want to make a note of, of some of those different things that I just told you there. Okay. So again, familiarize yourself with all of these. SSRI, SNRI, and TCAs. Okay. And so I'm going to highlight these and generalizations are probably coming up here in just a minute. Okay. Okay. Generalizations or dispensing issues with antidepressants. So first of all, the very first bullet point here is across the board. 
the delay of onset is 10 to 21 days. What exactly does that mean? That means that if a patient is prescribed an antidepressant, the first day they take it, they're not just going to start feeling better. It's going to take time for these drugs to kind of settle into the body. Different people react differently. For some people, they may start feeling better after 10 days. For some people, it may take up to three weeks before the medication um, takes effect. So when we as uh, technicians are, um, you know, giving information to our patients um, and we're talking about these antidepressants, I think sometimes when, when, when patients are first starting out on them, they're really not sure what it is that they're getting themselves into. And so we want to help them understand it as best as possible. And, you know, in my opinion, the way I always would handle it would be, look, this is not going to make you feel better immediately, but you got to stick with it. Don't stop it. Um, antidepressants are not PRN medications. They're not supposed to be taken as needed. There's something that's supposed to be taken every single day and you're supposed to build it up over time. Okay. Um, the other piece of it is antidepressants are not controlled substances. So, you know, anyone who thinks that they're going to get that kind of feeling out of uh, an antidepressant, um, they're just going to be wrong. Um, again, an antidepressant is something that over time, it, it, is a, it, is a, it is a bigger picture kind of drug, that over time they're going to see improvements in their emotional well-being, in their physical well-being, um, mental well-being, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So first of all, as far as side effects of antidepressants, SSRIs and SNRIs are safer than TCAs. But as I stated uh, just a couple minutes ago, you do not want to mix SSRIs and SNRIs because what you could have happen is something called serotonin syndrome. Serotonin syndrome is basically an increase in serotonin levels um, to where the patient gets too much and it, it can actually be deadly. Um, so it's, it's very important that, um, and there are over-the-counter medications that can cause elevations in serotonin levels. So again, going back to something that we thought we talked about since the beginning of the semester in, in this particular, um, chapter, and that is, excuse me, in this particular course, and that is that it is so important that patients give us a full list of medications not just prescription, but over-the-counter, herbals, those kind of things, okay? Okay, so with that, this is the intro to the mood disorders, um, and then we're going to actually get into the drugs.